so here we are again. Welcome to another edition of The Thought Police with Matt Kelly. Hello. Publisher of The New European. Yes. You are now known. Elevated. I love that. I love that. I've, <laughs> I've never been that good friends with a publisher before. Oh, really? That's great. Oh, yeah, no. uh, and me, of course, Mike Graham. Um, we are The Thought Police. We are here to discuss um, many things, I suppose, but I suppose we should start with the Queen's speech, yeah. which happened yesterday, mm-hmm. which was kind of like watching, um, not a car crash, but a sort of a surreal kind of comedy during the time of war or something. You know, because you're kind of yeah. going, what's the point of this exactly? I felt it was like one of those, what, the, was it L Street or whatever, those sort of comedy black oh, and yeah, white yeah. movies? Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The Lava Hill mob. Yeah, or the, yeah. Or the Passport to Pimlico. Yes, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> we I mean, have to come Passport I mean, this to kind of mad, mad yeah. sort of um, cavalcade. Yeah. Um, I've never actually been uh, at Queen's Speech before. I didn't realise what happens, right? They close yeah. off the entire area. Um, and they take they took all the um, like the traffic lights out. Really, they took all the um, the bollards out, which they used to you know stop people driving into Parliament. And they had more police than you know, you've ever seen in your life okay. everywhere, right? Um, and literally afterwards, as I left, because our show finished just after the Queen left, um, there's a guy there in one of those little um, you know those little street cleaning things, little electric things, yeah. cleaning up presumably all the horseshit that was yeah, outside yeah, yeah. the uh, the Parliament. <laughs> I mean, it was quite an operation. Well, did you see the uh, the yeoman of the guards yeah, yeah. with their lanterns? Yeah. And they check the cellars in yes. case someone's yes, trying to blow the Well, I mean, like, part of me quite likes all that. Yeah, but, but when but, do you stop doing but it? But it I wasn't mean, so much that that made me think it was weird. It was the <laughs> actual speech itself, because yeah. she sounded quite old, I have mm. to say, for the first time. Well, you know, I hate to break it to you, mate. She is. She is quite old, yeah. I know. But you know what? I don't think she's going to stop doing it because Charles is there sitting to her left, which must feel pretty pathetic. Can you imagine yeah. being that age? Yeah. He's what now, 68 or something? Yeah. Sitting to his mum's left. And did you know that the uh, her throne is two centimetres taller than his? Is it? Yeah. So Because the Queen or the monarch has right. to be uh, And there was some, there was some to do about the, the Attorney General, the Lord Chancellor rather, um, whose name is Buckland, I think. Yeah. Um, he apparently was meant to walk backwards away from the Queen, but right. he turned around Did he? to go down the steps because maybe he was frightened of falling or something. <laughs> yeah. um, but he had somehow said that he wasn't going to, you know, walk away staring at her because he wasn't going to be, you know, intimidated. Yeah. There was something yeah. going on. So I didn't quite get to the bottom yeah. of it. But it is that whole obsequious thing. He yeah. brings her the speech. Would you? She uh, talks about my government. Yeah. And I mean, do you think we'd be. Here's a big question. Would we be better as a mm. nation? If we cast all that stuff aside and just and just sort of replanned Great Britain as a modern country without any of that kind of all that baggage and all of the the trash. You know, I don't think we would. I think it would be worse because what I see emerging from our sort of you know political class and ruling class. You know, we still have a terrible class system in this country. Yes. Which I've never seen in any other country in the world. I've obviously definitely the only, not. The only States. other country I know as well is America, right? Yeah. And you know, there's plenty wrong with America. Um, and if you're, but if you've got money and if you've got a decent job, you can pretty much do anything, yeah. right? Whereas in this country, that's still quite hard to do. You yeah. know, most of the government, most of the media, most of the top jobs in industry are taken by pretty well-off and pretty sort of privileged people. Yeah. And it's quite difficult. There's Lord Sugars of this world, or even people like you and I, who came from sort of relatively middle-class households. Yeah. You know, we're quite few and far between. Well, also, at we, the I higher mean, echelons. And even in Parliament, I mean, look at the yeah, MPs, you know. Yeah. Most but of we're them. not really, you know, yeah, we've done well getting where yeah. we are. But there's, a, there's a, an echelon above us. Yeah. And what's occurred to me as I get older is that 
the difference between the people who get up that high mm. and people like you and me yeah. is that it never even occurred to me that that was a place I no. could go. Well, I'm you know, not even but they're sure born that's into it. it. I wasn't even sure that there was such a place. Yeah, never yeah, mind yeah. whether you could go there. Yeah. I mean, what I found when I first got back into sort of because when I started my career in newspapers, I was kind of a bit of a pioneer because I did it kind of from scratch in America first. You know, I went out there when I was 23. I did a couple of shifts in London, but basically I started my career there. So when yeah. I came back. I was sort of in my early 30s. And I couldn't believe how many sort of public school boys there were. Yeah. There were, in, in even the paper like Daily Express. And the Mirror. Yeah. You know, and they all were like, they knew each other. Yeah. They all kind of hung out together. There was this kind of ridiculous camaraderie. I used to take the piss out of them. Because yeah. as far as I was concerned, I'd come from this meritocratic society in America. Yeah. Where I did, end, you know, I went to parties with, with you know, presidents and, and, you know, prime ministers and whoever turned up in New York with a big shot, I was there. Yeah. You know, it never occurred to me that I wouldn't be invited in my own country. And the, my theory on this for media bores mm. is that this is all part of the, the massive disconnect between the audience and, yeah. and the journalists. Yeah. You know? They don't live the, the audience's lives. Well, you remember the famous story, I think we might have mentioned it before, when um, Piers Morgan was with the Mirror and he wanted to do something about housing. Um, and the cost of housing and all that. And he did a quick straw poll of the people at conference, which, for those of you who don't know, is the sort of heads of department sitting around planning the paper for that day. And everyone who lived in London had a house worth more than a million quid. Yeah, amazing. And he just kind of went, oh. Yeah. Because it was going to, you know, it was a bit like, do you remember the one he did, the other campaign, <laughs> which I made me piss myself laughing? Uh, you know, uh, what was it? The concrete over your ponds. Because there's been a story. Yeah, there's been a story where some yeah. poor little kid had fallen yeah. into his garden pond and yeah. drowned. Right. That's right. And I'm thinking, as a lot of us were, how many mirror readers have got gardens? Never mind that. Have they got a pond in the bloody garden? You know, with fish in it. What if it's some koi carp? Maybe. You know, yeah. fill in your ponds. It's the worst campaign of all time. <laughs> He seems to be getting into trouble a bit lately, Piers, doesn't he? Piers does, yeah. He's been, look, there's, he's some been, kind of, there's some kind of... Um, I don't think we should go there. Transgender not. sort of... No, I don't that? know what it's about. All I know yeah. is there's some kind of petition circulating that you should To get him fired, Because yeah. this is the new thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I've, I've had it over the weekend. I'd love um, to have a petition. Yeah. for me to be fired. Some guy on Twitter started up a kind of a, 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 what you might call fantasy football style... You know who's the biggest right wing arsehole in Britain, kind yeah. of thing, right? And I was included in it. You're you are the know. messy of. Uh, yeah, and luckily though, I was, yeah, apparently I was though at the bottom of the group of four that I was in. Right. And somebody said, "Ha ha, look at Mike Graham. He's he's so badly known that he's losing." I said, "No, surely I'm winning if I'm at the bottom of it. What's wrong with you? You know." And uh, anyway, I, I basically at some point or other, after having had any number of insults thrown at me. Um, the guy was like, oh, how thin-skinned are you to answer to this? And I said, no, Twitter's about interacting with people. If yeah. you send me a tweet, I'm going to answer it. You yeah. know, I kick people around like you for a living, yeah. right? People actually started <laughs> complaining to talk radio that I was using violent language. What, in the word kick, yeah. kick around? Yeah. Kicking you around. can't say anything. I mean, you know, hello. Stab, stabbed in the back. About right. someone, Joe Swinson said, Something like, I wouldn't stab someone in the back, I'd stab them in the face. Oh, no, that was Jess uh, Phillips. Oh, Jess Phillips, you're absolutely right. And Twitter. That was Corbyn, yeah. Twitter explodes. Oh, here she is talking about murdering people. Although, to be fair, the context of that was after the the, the day of of shame in Parliament, when they were all accusing each other of, you know, using the wrong words like surrender and all that. And then they dug that out. They dug that out from years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, phrases like that. Yeah. You know, totally innocuous. And now, obviously, you know that she's not going to stab anyone anywhere. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And also, I really object to people telling me what words I can use or what words 
uh, what I mean by using certain words. Yeah. You know, I'm a wordsmith. I'd like to think I am anyway. Yeah. And I use words very sp- specifically. It is a word exactly. for them. Twats. It, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So what I meant to... There was a very interesting kind of sidebar there about, about the Constitution and all of that. But I would worry if we didn't have the pomp and ceremony... We haven't got much else, to be honest. Yeah. You know, as a, as a nation. As a, as a, well, do you, you know. think that's interesting, that? Because we've got amazing sort of like countryside. We've got amazing technology. London yeah. as a yeah, city. Yeah, but I'm thinking heritage-wise, though. Right. You know, it's. I mean, I always used to say about England that the problem for England is that nobody really knows. It used to extend to the football conversation as yeah. well. Nobody knows how England plays football. Yeah. You know, if I said to you, do you know how Spain plays? Yeah. You do. You yeah, know yeah, Portugal. Yeah. You know how the Italians. Play. Yeah, you know how the Italians. Yeah, play. Right, you know how the yeah. French play. Yeah. You know, nobody really knows how the English play. I still yeah. don't know. Yeah. And part of it, I think, is we don't know what being English is is all yeah. about. You know, we used to do these. You do these kind of ridiculous radio shows where you go, "What do you love about England?" Yeah. And it's really interesting what people say. Fish and chips. Yeah. You know the royal family. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? You know, people go, whereas the Scots are a much more proud race, yeah. the Welsh are a much more proud race of what they have, the yeah. Irish are as well, but the English are kind of embarrassed. It's this whole thing about being English as sort of being seen as not quite anything right. at all, you know. Right. I just wonder whether, my thing about all the pomp and ceremony is, every time I see it, it sort of confirms in me that class system you were talking about before, you know, where yeah. suddenly, out of the blue, here's your massive hierarchy and everyone's doffing mm. their caps and... You know, I, I just wonder whether, you know, at what point do you say to those yeomen of the guard, yeah. can you stop dressing up like Ronald McDonald yeah. and put that lantern away? You know, when does that happen? Will they still be doing it in a thousand years? Well, maybe. I don't object to that so much as I did object to the kind of whole charade of, oh, here's a new opening of Parliament, here's a new session of Parliament, yeah. but everybody knows it's that bollocks. it's bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to last, no. right? He, Boris Johnson, doesn't have a majority to do anything. Yeah. Um, he's probably not going to be able to enact any of these bills. It's entirely possible that the whole thing gets voted down anyway, right? Yeah. And then we're supposed to have an election. And then we'll have yeah. another Queen's speech. Well, and don't, another... you, don't you think that the momentum behind a referendum's growing now? It is, definitely. In yeah. fact, we were talking about that just uh, yesterday. Because um, I had Alistair Campbell in uh, the tent, giving a good going over. Yeah. Uh, he was, you he gave was, Campbell a good I going did. over. I did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd say that. I mean, I'll even, if you, asked him, even yeah. if you asked him, yeah. he would say that it was at the very least a draw. Okay. Right? Right. Right. Twitter thinks I won it, but okay. I mean, that's sort of your, my fault. Yeah, but you only look at your fans. Yeah, but, but I got a lot of people in there who don't like. Go on, Mike, give that lying bastard a good yeah. idea. They like you, yeah. by the way. They're yeah. Matt Kelly, the only <laughs> reasonable Ramona oh, that they know. It terrifies me, that. But, you know, he did tell me that I shouldn't read anything. I shouldn't read. I should stop reading all that trash that I had on the table a few newspapers, you know. Not the New European. Not the New European. We didn't have that one to hand, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd have waved it at yeah. him, you know. Um, but no, I mean, the, the people's vote sort of had disappeared for a while, yes. it seemed to me. I lost was, completely it, Yeah, faith and they'd had a big yeah. row with each other, hadn't they? Because yeah. in fact, he had said to them it was wrong for them to pursue Remain. Yeah. They should actually just be pursuing Open a second up, vote. Which I agree with completely. Yeah, and apparently he says there's a big march coming on. On so I, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Saturday. When so Parliament I, is So I session. left him, I said, I hope it's not too horrible the weather for you, you know, on Saturday. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, because that would be another big yeah. day. Saturday's That's a big gonna be, day. That is going to be a massive mm. march. Because yeah. I think people feel like this is a last push, you know. Yeah. And they'll be able to hear it inside the chamber. Yeah. You know, they'll be on Westminster Green chanting, yeah. no Brexit. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of 
scuffling breaks yeah. out because other nuts well it depends if the, if the leave lock show up as well yeah well it, well to be fair to the leave lock when I've seen a proper leave gathering they're just as reasonable as the remain yes gathering. oh I don't mean it's just those dickheads from yeah. the you know the, what used to be the English yeah. National Defence no, League no I, I don't think they, they don't come out much on no, Saturday I hope not, football no. seasons on do they <laughs> it's I mean, Millwall uh, playing yeah. I shouldn't say no, that no no it shouldn't that's <laughs> terrible yeah. but um, uh, yeah, I mean I had two MPs in the tent today both of whom were West Ham supporters oh. and I said well I said your, your season's over now isn't it you beat yeah. Manchester United and even they said well that's not to be much these days <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you imagine imagine if you're a Man United fan now yeah. But you know we've got them at Old Trafford on on uh, oh, on Sunday. Okay. And I have got this dread fear in my heart that this well, is going Liverpool will lose. This you know. is going to be the beginning ah. of the wheels coming off. Well, it's too early. Not. Let's hope. It's not. too early. Yeah. I know you've got to wait till at least December for that. Yeah. yeah. You know. And also, I don't think I don't think you know old Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done anything he has since they last played to make it any really better. He did well getting a contract when he did, oh. didn't he? He really did. Funnily yeah. enough, when I was doing shows at Talk Sport at that time, I was saying you should give him the contract now. Yeah. Give it to, to him now. Yeah. yeah, give it to yeah. him. You know, only he'd won like eight games in a row or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think after he got the contract, he won a game for about ten games or something. Acting haste and repent at your leisure. Yeah. So yeah. So I was more disturbed about the Queen and 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 the kind of the content of the speech because it was very light on Brexit. All yeah. it was was my Couple government is determined to leave the European Union on interesting, uh, but October thirty first. Always interesting. Said something like uh, determined. It's our priority, or yeah. it's my government's priority. Yeah. Didn't say we will be. No, leaving. because he wants it to be believed by the general populace that it's not now in his hands, yeah. even if he thinks it still is. Yeah. Because even you must be surprised by the Irish change of change of. I was. I, mean, I, I, was, I, I was. I was stunned. I was stunned by Veronica's yeah. kind of U-turn. Yeah. And suddenly it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then suddenly on Friday it broke that they, they were in the tunnel, yeah. which I'd never heard of before. No, I never. mean, we never heard that when Theresa May was in. No. I presumably they went into. I the can tunnel. think of some tunnels. Or well, wouldn't have minded us to drop into. <laughs> There's a lot of bad way places to go with that, so I'm not going anywhere. But suddenly they're they're now negotiating yeah. a deal. But it's now, not going to happen, is it? Well, I think it is. Actually. Do you think they'll bring something back on Saturday? I don't think it will be ready in mm. time. That's what I think. Yeah. My my sense now is that they'll get really close to a deal, but they'll need a bit more time. Yeah. That's what I think. It'll I be a wonder... bit like remember the Jeremy Hunt scenario when he said yes. uh, when he was campaigning with against Boris and he yeah. said, "Well, you know, obviously," and everybody thought he was talking bollocks. It was like, "Why do you keep saying this?" But he kept saying, "You know, if we're very close to a deal, we need I would push days, today." Well, Boris has made this, he's made the same mistake Theresa May made, which was to mark out all of these ridiculous red lines. And the biggest one is to say it's October the 31st or nothing. Yeah. And, you know, what is he yeah, going to say? If he's, a, what's well, he going to say, Mike, if he's a week away from getting a, a, his deal? Well, I think what he's going to do is, I think they're looking beyond the October 31st date, not just for Brexit, but for an election. Mm. And he's convincing more and more people that basically everyone else is getting in the way. Yeah, he's convincing everyone that Corbyn's in the way, that the Labour Party's in the way, Lib Dems are in the way. All these people yeah. who don't want it to happen. Yeah, because we now know, do we not? I think that an awful lot of these MPs are pretending that they don't want no deal, but they actually don't want any kind of Brexit at all. Well, I think that's uh, yeah. I, I think that's. I don't think they're pretending really. I don't think. Well, I, think I mean, let's say they the, don't want Brexit, and but they definitely do not want no deal. Yes, but it's almost now 
becoming very clear that that's yeah. what they're working. That's the game they're playing. But the only th- to be fair to them, Mike, the only thing on the table is no deal right now. You yeah. know, there's no, that is Brexit. Well, they've only just gone in the tunnel. I mean, yeah. give them a chance. <laughs> the I mean, you waited like... three years. Yeah, <laughs> tell them hate. Yeah. I mean, you waited three years. Now suddenly yeah. you want them to produce something out of nowhere. Well, they, what are they going to come back with? They're going to come back with some one of the you know like a Canada plus 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 or whatever they well, were talking about. Three as years I said ago. to you before, they they can come back, can they not? With the beginnings of rudimentary kind yeah. of framework, yeah. which they then fill in and they as go, we go. And as long as they do that and they agree the deal, that element of the deal, then you've got two yeah. days implementation. I mean, for the EU to say that they're concerned about the single market and how it is affected, that's not our problem, Yeah. right? I mean, we don't care about the single market other than to do a deal with it, Yeah. you know, once we, once we start trading. But there's no reason for us as Britain to protect the single market. We're well, not in it. Well, yeah, but the only What's well, we the are in the single. Well, we are now. But, yeah, we but don't the only reason it. that we should be protective is the biggest reason of all, which is that we've had forty years of aligning ourselves yeah. to all those regulations. Yeah, all that. And, and it would and, be great to rid ourselves of them. Well, yes and no, because you've got to abide by somebody's regulations. So well, why are we make our own? Well, we can do, but then if, if we want to do a trade deal with America, and yeah. we, you know, and the food standards are different, then we have to agree that as part of the trade deal. So this idea, yeah, but you can let me just say one thing, right, which I think is super important. Right. This idea that this, there's something out there called sovereignty, where mm. we suddenly become completely our own men and we do exactly what we want and the rest of the world can sod off. It is bollocks. You have to trade and have an agreement with somebody. And in that agreement, yeah. you have to agree a set of yes. standard regulations. Also, Rules. also, what's also important, and I'm going to quote Lance Foreman at you here, which you will hate, who's a Brexit MEP, right? Yeah. But he also runs a salmon business in yes. Britain, right? Yeah, I'm aware of him. Now, he uh, has always said that basically trade deals are done between companies, not between countries. And yes, there has to be a loose framework. But, you know, he says that he doesn't sell any uh, food at all. No salmon goes to Europe, right? Most of his contracts, most of his business is in the USA. Now, he doesn't worry about the trading relationships between the USA and Britain to do business. He just does business. No, but he's got to abide by the regulations and the tariffs. You can't just say... Yeah, but it's not like it's suddenly a much more difficult thing to do. No. And it doesn't mean that your sovereignty is affected just because you're taking part in a deal. Okay, all right, fair enough. So, I mean, there is, you know... uh, Listen... If what happens is a deal comes back, for whatever reason, people agree to that deal and there's a two-year implementation plan where we get ourselves ready and we create new deals and trading arrangements with other people, including the European Union, Mm. right? That is, in my eyes, that is much worse than not uh, leaving the European Union, but it's not an existential threat to Great Britain, right? It gives us the chance to get ourselves ready and to make the best of what I would think is a bad job and you would think mm. of as a good opportunity, right? But under no deal, when you walk out that day and there is nothing, mm. you're looking out and it's like the matrix, everything has disappeared. Mm. That is a, hasn't, though. That's a massive yeah, but problem. But everything hasn't disappeared. But it has. No, we've already been told. We've right? got no trading relationship with the biggest trading partners we have, which is the European well, Union 27. Yeah, but up to a point, Lord Copper, I think, because the bottom line <laughs> is that, you know, yes, there is no apparent deal mm. on the table, but, you know, I've always said that there will never be everything tied up and put in a nice pink bow no. and here's your deal and you don't have to worry about negotiating anything ever again no. because it's all been done. But if you've got two years on the, uh, on yeah, the status quo... Why wouldn't you? 
Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you well, just say... Well, because on no deal, they just cut you straight yeah. off. Yeah, well, that's fine. But then you say, right, well, we will then enter enter, enter into WTO rules, yes, right? Yes, which yes. nobody really understands, and I'm not going to pretend that I understand it, right? Um, but there will be certain set things set down yes. which you can renegotiate at your leisure yeah. over the course of the next three months or six months or a year or whatever. Yeah. I don't think that is the same as saying... There's nothing there, like a desert. No, it's that not. sounds very reasonable, right? But the reality is that for a lot of businesses who export anywhere, but especially to the European Union, that no deal creates so much uncertainty and havoc. You go down the A14, as I do, right, mm. every week to Norwich. Every, you know those big signs they've got over the motorway? Yeah. They, every one of them says, uh, um, drive into the continent. No, uh, yeah. at, uh, regulations may, may, may change. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, check. Those, Please yeah. check. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a big surprise. It's not just on the A14. Yeah, no, right, isn't it? It's everywhere as well. well. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was yeah. just citing it's my personal just, personal, personal experience. Think people in Norfolk are stupid. Just, just have a look at that, though, for a second. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, with 16 days to go yeah. to that date, they are the, the best advice the government can give lorry drivers is please check. I'm assuming that's not about lorry drivers. I'm assuming that is a, a sign based on uh, if you or me are going to Europe. No, 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 it's based on freight. It says freight regulations or something will no, change. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe well, that is just in Norfolk. Maybe it's just in Norfolk. Maybe there's a special <laughs> Norfolk clause that they, needs to be sorted out. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I had this conversation with one of the people I work with who's from Spain. Um, and she was concerned about the information that she was getting about whether she's got the right to yeah. uh, remain here, yeah. whether she has to take, uh, what's it they call it? Um, the citizen test. Or... Not the citizen test, but there's something like, um, it's not registration, but they have to go and present oh, themselves. Oh, there's a pre-something yeah. or other, isn't it? And, and on the website it yeah. says, you know, you might have to do it, but yeah. then the advice is something different. And yeah. that, there's no doubt that there's some confusion going yeah. on, right? Yeah. She's going to be fine. But nobody's quite sure whether it should yeah. be done now or, you know, um, two years from now. Well, we're going away for Christmas, right? Yeah. And we're going to an EU country right. for Christmas. I've got no idea whether I'm going to need a visa or no. not. To well, go. I whether you will. Well, well you don't think just so. Neither them, do just I. Just tell them from me, you don't need a oh, visa. Oh, right, I'll say Mike Graham. Yeah. Said, as soon as I say the word Mike Graham, <laughs> they'll be frisking me naked yeah, with gloves on. But but I yeah, but no that's, one knows. you know why that's a but you know why that is though it's because of the people who are trying to stop it from happening. The only reason <laughs> we're in this entirely crazed sort of yeah. network and virus yeah. type scenario is that we know we we, we can't do anything. But we're do you want people to stop expressing their, their honest opinion? No, I want everyone to express their opinion, but I want people to accept the fact that we voted to leave and then work on it. Right. So then, you, mm. as you've said, there's nothing wrong with with campaigning to have another referendum down the road. But all this crap about, you know, oh, you know, democracy's not a moment in time and people yeah. have changed their minds and all of that. No. But we got to, you know, you don't have an election and then wait three years and say, well, the thing is, we can't really put all these people into Parliament because, yeah. you know, we think that they didn't know enough about what they were voting for. Yeah. And then you wait for another three years and you still haven't enacted. You have to enact the, the first result. Instead of, but, like, but, just pissing about. But that is the whole problem, is that for three and a half years we've been trying to work out no. what that meant. No, for three and a half years the people who lost have been trying to find different ways of stopping it. No, that's... Yes, a, they have. Yes, they... Yes, well, but... They have, you yeah, know but your, your, So your premise is that we're all acting in bad faith. Yes, then. absolutely. Well, but that's not true. That's yes. where my argument with you is, mm. is I'm acting in good faith, because I think... No, what's you don't idea? think Brexit is a good idea, right? I don't. You would yeah. like it to be stopped. Yeah. So that's totally. it. Totally. So well, I, it's not that I don't think it's a good idea just for me. I don't think it's a good idea for any yeah, of well, us. Yeah, well, don't worry. You don't speak for me. Yeah, no, but but neither all the, all the fucking guys down the road who yeah. voted to leave. 
Well, neither. And don't forget, on that point, it, there was 16.4 million people yeah. who voted like I did, right? right? So not yeah. an insignificant... There's 16 million people at least... But that's how our democracy works. You yes. either win or you lose. Yes. There's no such thing as a close-run thing. Yes, I agree. Right? But uh, given the circumstances, right? Given the circumstances... The circumstances which have been cooked up by the ones uh, who lost. Well, no, it's just the way it's unfolded. I mean, Theresa May... David Cameron... Who, who, who set the whole bloody yeah. thing up, walks away. Right. Theresa well, May I said to Alistair Campbell, right, just the yeah. other day, when he was on the show, I said, imagine if Theresa May had not had that election in 2017. We'd be out of Europe. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. So it's only about yeah. the niceties of democracy yeah. that we are still in. But so, you, but there you, you just said it. You had a prime minister who wanted leave, mm. right, and even though she was a Remainer... Well, she said she did. Yeah, but even, you know, she tried her hard and it cost her a career. Yeah. And, and she screwed it up for you. She did. It wasn't the 16.4 million people no. who screwed it up. It was Theresa May. No, I accept that. And I also accept the fact that she should never have had that election. She was badly advised. And the people who advised her to do it were completely She should idiots. never have been in the job, frankly. Well, no, I don't think. I don't I mean, think they she should have been either. Do you remember that she walked in? Yeah. You know, there was no contest. Yeah. Andrea Ledson, mm-hmm. who maybe would have been better, yeah. you know, blew it by, yeah. by talking about well, the listen, motherhood and all of this. There, there is no party politics here with yeah. me. I mean, yeah. they all made a complete and dog's arsenal. Yeah. I, don't, I don't say that in but any that, other way. But, but However, so, yeah. you still have to take the overarching reason for what is what is supposed to be happening and that is that the people were given the choice mm. and the people made a choice and the people's choice was to leave the European Union I'm afraid yeah. that is what has to happen If so here's my thing right if the referendum question mm. had been do you want to remain in the European Union or do you want to leave in these specific circumstances i.e. this is the arrangement mm. we'll get and whatever yeah, but you can't put that on a referendum can you why not because it's too complicated. Ah, so it's too complicated. Yeah. So it, it, it's it, it's an issue of such complexity no. that no one can understand no. it, and yet everyone no. knew that's, what they were voting for. That's like you saying, um, okay, you want to rent a car, mm-hmm. okay, but you want it to have red and white striped um, carpets, and you want it to have blue and white striped suits. Yeah. Uh, seats rather, yeah. no suits. Um, no you suits. Want to have a, you want to have a black roof, yeah, and then a white bonnet. And it doesn't exist. A white yeah. bonnet, and then you go yeah. to people. Well, do you want this car? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd like that. I, I like, oh, that's, that's what I'd like. I like your analogy, yeah. but I think this is closer to the truth. It's like me saying I want to rent a car, but I do want one with an engine in it, please. Mm-hmm. Right, and that is not unreasonable. An electric and engine. And what I think it doesn't matter at this stage. I'll it take does, any, what do you mean, I'll no. take three no. dwarves no. pedaling in the, under the bonnet. You can't say that. You have, a hate conf- you have a hate what are the, what, what do you call small people now? Uh, differently heighted, I don't know. Dif- well, that includes tall people as well. Well, yeah. You can't be... Well, you see, you, hang on a minute. So now you've got to bracket I, I, very I, I, small I, I, people some, and very tall people well, together. I don't know. I, this is where we're all very confused. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you can only call someone a dwarf if they suffer from dwarfism. Right. I don't know. Well, the, the three dwarves I was talking yeah. about did suffer from did dwarfism okay, in my right imaginary then. All right, you're okay. Bonnet. Thank so God for that. Thank God for Jesus. that. It's tough, isn't it? No, this yeah. is the thing. So, um, <laughs> the point about it all is, is that the more specific you are, yeah. the more opportunity you give people to disagree. And that's yeah. your game. Because well, what you want to do is put down this very specific way of leaving the European no, Union. No, I don't. So that any, people can disagree with bits of I it want, and go, no. No, no, no. I want any deal, right? I want. I would love any deal mm. that, that didn't cripple us or threaten to cripple us, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm including no deal on that, right? Right. Okay. I'd, 
to be put before the people again to say, is this what you had in mind? Yes. And I don't see what's unreasonable about well, it. Well, what's unreasonable about it is that you people call it a confirmatory ref uh, referendum, right? Yeah. Now, you can't confirm something that wasn't actually already agreed, can you? Well, no, so you, you want to confirm to leave it. the European yeah. Union. So if you want a confirmatory referendum, you can't even have remain on it because you're basically yeah, confirming, no, yeah. you're confirming what somebody else did. So yeah. what I would say is that if you want to confirm it, you have a no deal and you have a deal. Yeah. And those are the two things that are on but the second what referendum. You, what do you... Well, then, okay. And there's a and real what, strong logic to that. Yeah. But what do you say then to the people who... Wouldn't it be better to put this thing to bed and to have everything on the table and to say, okay, Britain, over to you again. We've mm. all had it for so long. I now. really don't think it's a good I'd idea. I'd stand by it. I would stand by it. If they voted to yeah, well, leave, how do I, know that? I would say, okay. That's what everybody said the first time around. No, I didn't. I mean, everybody... Nigel Farage didn't say well, that. everybody who was in Westminster and yeah. is in Westminster now yeah. said that yeah. they would stand by the result of the yeah. referendum and they would enact it, no matter what it was, yeah. right? They also said it was the one chance of a generation, you know, only choice of a lifetime and yeah. all that bollocks, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm afraid it, I, it, you would get no traction from me or anybody else who dis, doesn't trust Parliament. Would you vote in the second referendum? I didn't vote in the first one. I don't vote. I told oh, you that. You have told me that, but I yeah. hadn't quite realised the yeah. profound because consequences indeed, of indeed, I have to be neutral, right? You're sitting here I told arguing Campbell, about democracy. I told Campbell... And you can't even be bothered exercising it. I, no, it's not a question of that. Exercising your vote or not exercising it is about democracy and freedom. I mm -hmm. choose not to vote for a reason, right? So that I can be as neutral as I am. Okay. Right? As I said to Campbell... It says on my Twitter account, this is the most balanced show on the radio, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, right, yeah. that I don't think... We got here because of giving the vote to the people, right? Yeah. So I don't really don't see the logic of giving it back to them to put us in an even worse position. So do you think it was a bad idea? Yeah, of course it was. The referendum, of well, course, was a bad so idea. Why are you so desperate to stick to it? Because it was a promise that was made by government to the people. The people were given the choice to vote. They were told mm. that it was going to be a matter of life and death. They were yeah. told that their vote counted. Yeah. It was the only chance they had to get out of the European Union or stay in it. Yeah. And they believed it. So I yeah. think they deserve to have it enacted. Don't well, they? I made a promise to my fourteen-year-old at the weekend right, that I was going to take him to watch a late-night screening of Boys in the Hood oh, right, yeah. at the screen on the green, and then can you get into that? Uh, right then, I discovered it's a fifteen. Ah. I still most fifteens you can take the kid in though. Well, no, with you, right? that's exactly what I thought that mm. you could, but apparently not. You know, um, it's on Netflix, don't you? Yes, I know, but I, w I thought it'd be better in the big screen. But anyway, so. This promise I'd made to, mm. to my son, who he bought into and accepted and behaved and, you know, behaved well all day on yeah. the back of it. I then had to let him down completely because as a, as a responsible parent, yeah. I said, I am not going to put us into a position where I could economically yeah. ruin this family right. for years and generations so, to so come. So what you've told your son is that a pack of lies, yes. just like all the other remainers. But I didn't not, know it at I'm the time. I'm not surprised that you know your children have no respect for you and that you've let them down in such a terrible way because that's the way you operate. I you know, you promised, you know, the remainers promised the people that they would go along with the referendum result and they broke that promise. So the fact that you're breaking promises now to your own well, children Nigel comes as no surprise. <laughs> no, I know, I tell you, they are the least surprised. Yeah. Don't worry. 
But Nigel Farage himself said, if this is 48%, 52%, it's unfinished business. So I feel exactly the same way. And I think there's a case to be Well, we can all cherry-pick quotes out of every single, you know, land mass of newspaper (laughs) from the last 20 years. The bottom line is, is that you guys keep finding reasons not to do it. What I love about you, what I love about you, and it is brilliant, and people should listen to it forensically (laughs) to pick this apart, (laughs) is the way that you... You will sit there cherry-picking quotes all day long. Yeah. And then the minute I cherry-pick it, <laughs> it's all, oh, we can all do that, bollocks. Well, we can, and we do. But the point <laughs> is, I do it probably quite well. But no, but the end result is, is that, you know, it will come to pass, I think, that we will end up leaving on October the 31st. You do? I do think that. Right. Um, however, there might well be a kind of change, because all the language has changed. I mean, you know, so technically speaking... The word leave mm. might not mean what we think it does. Right, but what I'm saying to you is, is that we will have had some well, form that it of... might turn into the word remain. <laughs> yes, something <laughs> like that. You know, that depending... Because there's still people yeah. who go, yeah. well, hang on, what sort of a deal is this going to be? I mean, I yeah. noticed that in the, after the Queen's speech was done, yeah. there was a very interesting exchange going on between Grant Shapps and Theresa May. And she looked very glum as they were walking back into the chamber, and he was chatting away to her. And apparently they (laughs) fell out quite some time ago on uh, political issues. Right. And I think she fired him from his cabinet. That's right, yeah, that's right. I can't remember which way around. But um, we were speculating that maybe he was saying to her, hey, by the way, I reckon this Boris deal is exactly the same as the one you brought back. I mean, it might not be very different. In which case, case, there'll be a lot of hardliners who will say this is not acceptable to Mm. us. I don't think the ERG group will go uh, like, like that. I think they'll go along with it. You do? Why, I think why so. though? Because I think there's an they're issue. They're just desperate to get it through now. I think now, yeah, because I think the thing about the way that things have worked out is that everybody moves their position slightly. Yeah. Because when you get to a point like this, which is a terrible, terrible stalemate, yeah. you know, where we've got a government that can't do anything, we can't have an election, we can't fucking get a deal, anything to kind of move the dial, I think. Yeah. And even if it's not moving it all the way, yeah. I think they will accept something less than maybe what they would have accepted yeah, in March. You might be right. My, by the way, my biggest fear is that uh, Labour will accept something. Yeah. If they realise that they are, on the on the issue of Brexit, they are not going to win a general election mm. because Boris Johnson looks like this national defiant hero. Yeah. If that's what the polling is saying, it is. they need to move it, the conversation along, back onto a domestic agenda where they were doing quite well yeah. before Brexit got in. Yeah. So they may think, do you know what? If there's a way to just say sod it, let's get it through, get it done yeah. with, and then start talking about well, the NHS. Do you know the polls are saying as well? There was a poll done this week on on Sky about um, what would happen in the case of a no deal. Yeah. You know, if there was no deal that was available, would you go for a no deal? Forty one percent yes to a no deal. Fourteen mm-hmm. percent, I think it was, to revoking Article Fifty. Yeah. And um, I think it was something like thirty thirty percent, thirty three percent for remain. Mm. So. I mean, you know, there's still... A Where's the other 18%? I don't know, I probably don't know, because I would imagine. I've, I've got it written down yeah, somewhere, I can yeah. find it. But it was, it was, you know, it was surprisingly, I would say, um, gung-ho, strong, gung-ho, gung-ho yeah. for yeah. no deal. Yeah. Because I, I get that, like, I understand people, why people Because people like are like, you know what, just get yeah. on, just do something. Which, by the, way, by the way, I think there was a lot of that sentiment right at the very beginning mm. of the vote. You know, I think a lot of people thought, how much worse can this get? Yeah. You know, right, sod it. And I've I think if you were to go there. back through, you know, Hansard and all of the sort yeah. of political documents that get written and all the pieces that get written over the last three years, I think you'll find that an awful lot of people said a lot of things 
at the beginning of the process, yeah. which turned out not to be possible or turned out not to be very smart no doubt. or turned out to be idiotic. Yeah. And they've all kind of moved around on everything. And we've yeah. now got, I think, we're left with people who literally don't want to leave and people who will leave pretty much at any cost, yeah. including a weak cost, including possibly a Theresa May style you know, deal, yeah. just to get out. Well, I mean, if it came between, if that was the only choice on the table, Theresa May's deal and no deal, yeah. I would leap on Theresa May's yeah. deal. Well, I don't think it would be quite as bad as her deal. I yeah. think that because they've obviously done something in Ireland, yeah. which has been quite revolutionary, I think. Well, Veragli seems to like it. Well, I'll tell you what's amazing is yeah. how none of this has leaked out, isn't it? It's well, I mean, the first leak, really. But this is, what again, where I say I still call the evil genius the evil genius because I still think that he's Cummings. pulling the strings, yeah. yeah. I still think he's kind of running it all. Um and one of the reasons why he didn't allow any of it to leak out is because he literally knew that somebody would spoil it, somebody would ruin it. Yeah. And when the, the leaks started to come from Europe about how, all oh, we need more from Boris on this, this and this, you know, that might have even come from inside Downing Street because it makes yeah. it look like they're now being difficult. Yeah. You know? And everything, no, I'm sure everything's that... being painted to make everybody sort of ganging up on Boris Johnson yeah. the line, yeah. I think, because that means he wins even bigger at the election. My basic question on Boris Johnson still is just comes back to absolute basics, which is would you buy a used car off that guy? And there's no way I would trust him on any substantive issue. Well, yeah, but the trouble with that is, is that which politician would you trust? Because well, I can't think of very many either. Keir Starmer, Dominic Are Grieve. you joking? Yeah, I'm not joking. Are you joking? No. Dominic Grieve? Yeah. The guy who doesn't even fucking believe in his own party anymore. Well, because the party's shifted so far. So oh, really? Yeah. Really? By the way, listeners, Mike Graham has now adopted a face I have never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> All I say is he's gone puce and he's looking like he might beat me it's up. It's incredible. <laughs> you know, Dominic Grieve is the most slippery of individuals. First of all, he's a lawyer. Who can't? You cannot trust a lawyer. I've had enough lawyers in my life to know that yeah. you can't trust lawyers. They just find excuses for how not to do something. Yeah. You know. And then who was the other one you mentioned? Keir Starmer. Another lawyer. Another lawyer. <laughs> you know, who doesn't even know which way to stand because yeah. he's so conflicted about whether the Labour Party is going to actually have Jeremy Corbyn for a leader, and he's also now presumably turning puce himself because John McDonnell. Yeah. is really running things and he, he said be, he? that the next leader of the Labour Party should be a woman so yeah. that's him uh, off, off well, for a generation that be? well do you know what's really frightening go on Angela Rayner's name's been mentioned it go surely on. couldn't be Come her on. Um, also Rebecca um, Long Rebecca Bailey, Long -Bailey oh. right another you know what I would call as a tier two candidate yeah, right totally. um, you couldn't give it to Emily Thornberry she's too awful yeah Talk but well me. actually but I think there is a sort of uh, feeling that maybe she does sort of tick a few compromise boxes. You know, she's Islington, she's close to Corbyn. Yeah, but she, she's, she's she is. Pretty, I mean, do you trust any of these? No, 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 I don't trust Emily Thornberry no. as far as I can throw What her. about old Emily? Um, couldn't that go far? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then there's uh, Diane Abbott. I mean, you yeah. know, take yeah. your choice of those yeah. four. That would say I'd pay, I'd, I'd, I'd go for Diane Abbott just to see it. Just for the, just, yeah, but she'd I mean, be honestly, accusing everybody of racism every five minutes. Honestly, she wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do good. anything. You wouldn't it, be able to argue with her. She'd accuse you of racism. It would be such I mean, she blocked me on Twitter many, many years ago. Yeah, what, um, for being racist to her? No, I just asked her why she thought it was all right for her to send her child to public school, yes, but no, not all right not. for everybody else. What's a hypocrisy? Block. You know, That's oh, sorry, you don't want to answer the question, even though I pay your wages. What a hypocrisy. I know. Yeah. And what about old Sha uh, Chakrabarti? She's the same. Sends yeah. her kids to Eaton. Totally. You know, and then she's up there, bra-bra, with the red, singing the red flag, talking about shutting down all the private schools Honestly, and mate. taking all the fields Honestly, back. Honestly, these... 
bloody militants. You can't. It's see. incredible. They one rule for them. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. But anyway. luckily, um, we're almost at the end now. Well, not luckily, but I mean, um, we are almost at the end. Yeah. Um, I suppose time. it's difficult, isn't it, on a Tuesday to predict again what's going to happen in Europe on Thursday. Yeah. Boris is the, the word from Downing Street is that, that Boris is not probably going to have a deal to present to the European Council. No. Because there isn't enough time. Yeah. But it'll be fascinating then. What does he say? Give us a mm. few extra days then. Well, I wonder if they have some kind of framework that they've got, right, which is kind of, if it was a paint-by-numbers, you know, um, chart, it would have the outside done, the frames done, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a bit in the middle. Yeah. Right? There's a couple of bits over there. Yeah. But quite a lot of it's completely blank. Yeah. And I think that's what he's got. So yeah. he's got some kind of framework. Probably all those tiny little bits where, you know, you can barely even see what number it is. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, really, really hard. And all hard. the colours run into each other. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it looks like shit when you're finished. No. Ah. No. It never gets finished. It's like the old, uh, you know, some of those old tapestries. It's know, just in the attic. It was half finished. I wish we and could just put the, the put guy that's doing it the attic. died. Yes. You know. <laughs> no one's got the heart to throw it away. That's kind of where we are, I think. But I think he's got. I think he's got sort of. If there were, if the Labour Party say they've got six tests, right? Yeah. I think he's got six things that he's got agreed somehow right and he's got a framework that sort of ticks those boxes sort of ticks all those boxes right yeah. and it might even be that Ireland's included in that right? I would, do you know what they should do on Newsnight or whatever they should every Labour MP they get they should ask them just remind us what the six tests are yeah. I bet you none of them can no oh they can't because <laughs> I mean the great thing for, for me now with politicians is I now just pull them up all the time because yeah. they talk absolute rubbish yeah. Yeah. they just come out and say something you go excuse <laughs> me that's not actually true <laughs> Well, well, it might not be absolutely, you know, and then they try and explain. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, then they try and explain, you know. You have VAR, VAR for politicians. Yeah, for politicians. We just sort of pause it yeah. and just say, hang on a second, we just... Well, you know that it. system they have in, um, I used to love this in the NFL, yeah. where they throw a yellow throw a flag, flag yeah. yellow flag on the plate. You could just throw a flag. Well, you just throw a yellow flag. And yeah. it's got a little, um, the way they, they do it is it's got a little, um, like, stone or something. Yeah, in the something heavy, yeah. So it doesn't just float, it actually yeah. goes down yeah. hard, you know. That's you good. could have one of those, in, the speaker could have it. Yeah, and just chuck. Well, it everyone down. could have one. You yeah. just lash it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing now. I mean, I've you know, as ever, we're finishing a podcast and we don't know what's happening. No, really, it's no, quite no. remarkable. We've, uh, managed, to, quite, we've managed to talk about it for I'm over sure half an hour. All of our listeners are fully, <laughs> fully educated and elucidated. I tell you what, some of them have been very good with their messaging. Oh, um, they have, and, yeah. and they, they they quite like some of the old Fleet Street stories. So we should, we do, should a few do, more do of some uh, on the th- why don't on the Thursday one we should mm. do some letters from our email. Yeah, back. why don't we do that? In fact, why don't you tell people yeah. to email us? Good idea. So the email is the Thought Police. Uh, no, it's no, not. It's thought at police. All. No, it's, it's thought police pod. It's isn't it? thought police pod. Yes. At gmail.com. That's it. Thought police pod at gmail.com. Yeah, see you so next send week. us an email. We'll see you. Ne- we'll see you on Thursday. See you on Thursday. Something like, I wouldn't stab someone in the back, I'd stab them in the face. Oh, no, that was Jess uh, Phillips. Oh, Jess Phillips, you're absolutely right. And Twitter. That was Corbyn, yeah. Twitter explodes. Oh, here she is talking about murdering people. Although, to be fair, the context of that was after the the, the day of of shame in Parliament, when they were all accusing each other of, you know, using the wrong words like surrender and all that. And then they dug that out. They dug that out from years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, phrases like that. Yeah. You know, totally innocuous. And now, obviously, you know that she's not going to stab anyone anywhere. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And also, I really object to people telling me what words I can use or what words, uh, what I mean by using certain words. Yeah. You know, I'm a wordsmith. I'd like to think I am anyway. Yeah. And I use words very specifically. It is a very word exactly. for them. Twat. It, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
I like your analogy, yeah. but I think this is closer to the truth. It's like me saying, I want to rent a car, but I do want one with an engine in it, please. Mm -hmm. right? And that is not unreasonable. An electric and engine. what I think, it doesn't matter at this stage. I'll That's take what any, I'll no. take three no. dwarves no. peddling in the, under the bonnet. You can't say that. You have, have a hate what, are the, what, what do you call small people then? Um, differently heighted, I don't know. Well, that includes tall people as well. Well, yeah. You can't be. Well, you see, hang on a minute. So I don't now you've you got to bracket very unless, small unless people some, and very tall people well, together. I don't know. Uh, this is where we're all very confused. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you can only call someone a dwarf if they suffer from dwarfism. Right. I don't know. Well, the, the three dwarves I was talking yeah. about did suffer from did dwarfism okay, in my right imaginary. Then. All right, you're okay. I've got no idea whether I'm going to need a visa or no. not to well, go. I do you will. Well, well. You don't think just so, neither them, do just I. Just tell them from me, you don't need a oh, visa. Right, I'll say Mike Graham, yeah. so, as soon as I say the word Mike Graham, <laughs> they'll be frisking me naked yeah, with gloves on. 